For real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You bust. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the 1 o'clock hour here on the Ken Miller Show. Dylan Mons covers Iowa State. He'll join us in about 10 minutes or so. He's between press conferences. I think they're just wrapping up with Matt Campbell, so we'll get the uh, latest from Dylan Montz. Ames Tribune, uh, and then Bama Bob, Trent, and I will go around college football. want to spend a minute with each of us talking about the uh, the Power Five conferences, what we saw after week number one. By the way, Jerry Palm's bowl uh, projections are out, Trent. Yeah, Iowa State is not bowling. I saw that. I was going to the Holiday Bowl. Against USC? Against USC. You USC love bowl is, projections. Yeah, I do. I get crazy on it. Um, <laughs> USC's got a real big game this week. Who do they play? Stanford. Stanford. Thank you. It's Yes, uh, yes it's Saturday night. 7.30, I think. I was looking. I was trying to figure out my day after Cyhawks done mm-hmm. where I'm going to go, and that's where it was. So I'll be getting a ride home. Got my plan set. Babysitter is ready to go. Now, who do you have your ride lined up? Yes, ride is lined up. My buddy Goat, uh, his wife is coming with. Goat is his name? Goat, yes. Mm-hmm. yes buddy yes. Goat, right? After, of course, Earl the Goat, me and a goat. Mm-hmm. No, no reason actually behind it, but okay. a nickname from one year. The, the Goat's kid. the wheel man. Well, his wife is. Oh, his wife is. His wife will not be inviting. She will be driving. Very nice. Here we go. And when are you getting there? Uh, lot opens at 10. So you'll be there at 10. 10. That's, that's your answer. 10 o'clock. Uh, you know, a couple of things I want to get movies. to. <laughs> if you can't be primed by then, you're just not going to be ready, right? You'll we'll be well lubricated. A uh, couple of things, in our because this is a short segment. Mm-hmm. I want to get, um, well, let's go back to Friday night. Because I was killing you like everybody else is at the biggest blowout in college in high school football. I, I believe you said, why in the world would you be doing this game? I might have said something yeah, along yeah, those lines. Because yeah. I thought Dowling was going to kill Valley. Dowling kills everybody. This is their best team. They've won five straight championships. Valley's not Valley anymore. They had running clock against the Tigers last, last year. Last year, right. We talked about mm-hmm. that. Um, I cracked my Sunday paper because, of course, Saturday doesn't have the high school results. Oh, I mean, That's asking a lot. Right. By the way, my Monday paper came Sunday night at 7 o'clock. I saw your picture on Twitter of that. It's like they're not even trying anymore. Like they're waving the flag. We we they got your money. They did get my money, um, and they're always going to get my money. So why am I bitching, right? right. Um, but uh, give me a quick hit on Valley Dowling. Was it? I mean, it had to shock you, right? Oh, absolutely. And the biggest thing is we we talked about the four starters are turned along the offensive line for Dowling and just how good they are. And you know, outside of Jason Murray, Dowling's running back. They're skill position wise, they don't have a bunch of guys that wow you like they have sometimes in the past, but they're so good up front. The Valley defensive line controlled them, was able to get to the backfield, close down pretty much everything. Valley's got some playmakers over there, and I, I didn't think that they'd be able to get enough going. But you look at from week one to week two, that big leap that we mm-hmm. always hear about, that was a big leap out of Valley in their offensive line. They started four juniors. I don't know if there's many times Gary Swenson started four juniors. These are four juniors. On his offensive line. The one senior, Jake Remsburg, who's on his uh-huh. way to Iowa State. But four juniors with him. From what I saw, and I went back and watched the huddle film in their game against Southeast Polk, to what I saw last week, it's like a completely different mm. team. Those kids made a huge, huge leap forward. It wasn't a fluke. It wasn't, uh, they got a couple of breaks. Well, of course, there are breaks in there. This wasn't Dowling had an off night? No, they just went up there. They They're not looking past Valley, let's be no, honest. not at all. Though it is Johnston this week. Who was yeah, but it's behind. still Valley Dowling. Yeah. 
they just controlled it. Wow. And, uh, it, it was, if I had to envision a scenario where they could win this, Valley could win that game, it wasn't the fashion that it had played out. And Bo Lombardi, another kid that's taken a huge leap from what we saw a year ago. Rocky's brother, cousin, his, yes, brother. brother. Yep, little brother. His junior season, little uneven at times. He's taken a big step forward. You can tell he's got command of the offense and what they want to do. Valley, maybe back to being a player again. Wow, that's great. It's good, yeah. it's good for uh, good for high school football in the CIML. All right, so um, Saturday morning, you got up to the news. Mm-hmm. It was Saturday, right? Yeah, it was yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. The Khalil Mack. And Trey Wingle put this perfectly on Twitter. This is why these ESPN guys are, you know, they're making all these money and we're having Agers in Des Moines. <laughs> His tweet was, the Raiders traded a gold jacket for two first-round picks. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer Hall for of two first-round picks. And you know how many times first-round picks bust? I mean, half of the first round will bust every yes. single year. How many times have I told you this summer when you were trying to get me excited about my Bears? I was... I didn't think they had enough off the edge. Mm-hmm. But I told you, Khalil Mack, now, like, I'm not taking credit for this story. Yeah, yeah. I read like everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. But Khalil Mack to the Bears was always being talked about. And I never bought it because mm-hmm. I'm just that kind of fan. When I'm talking to put my fan hat on, I'm uh, a lot negative quite a bit. This one, though, I am so pumped up now. Trent, he is a beast. Yes. How, we Over the years, you and I have ranked the – because the AFC West has – Dominant edge rushers, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Whether you're Justin Houston, whether you're Bosa, whether you're Va- Von Miller, or whether you're Khalil Mack. And at the top of my list, and I'm a Von Miller huge fan. Yeah. Khalil Mack's the guy. Von Miller's tremendous. Khalil Mack is, I think, an inch above Von Miller. That gets you got excited. a good one. That gets me excited. Yeah. Pieces are there. Yes, they are. And what you do with. And uh, you've got a quarterback, and I just wish you'd let yourself believe that you've got a quarterback. You've got a quarterback. That's the one question that remains, and we'll find out Sunday night football against the quarterback of the NFC, Aaron Rodgers. Indeed. We'll come back with the Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune. He will join us next. Matt Campbell's press conference is finished up. Dylan Montz will give us the very latest from Ames. He writes for the Ames Tribune. He joins us next when we continue here. Bama Bob, before we get out of here at 2 o'clock, all of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 H Street Southwest in Altoona. If you're new to the area, if you're looking for another dentist, Dr. Stephen Fuller, 29th Street in Des Moines, 8th Street Southwest Altoona. Back with Dylan Montz after this time out of the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Urbandale. Walk, run, or wag your way to Terra Park in Johnston on September 22nd for the ARL's Iowa Dog Jog, presented by Anderson Animal Hospital. The 4K and 2K course winds around the scenic Terra Lake, and afterward, you and your pup can unleash in the pop-up dog parks and visit with local vendors. It's basically a big dog party. Sign up as an individual or as a team to fundraise for the homeless pets at the ARL. Register today at iowadogjog.com. 
Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your cars broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Irvingdale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Irvingdale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Irvingdale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people parents, students, families, like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together, we can solve hunger. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Tops, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. 
With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I take you until 2 o'clock. Bama Bob, Trent and I will go around college football here at the bottom of the hour. Let's head to Ames, Dillamont's Ames Tribune, amestrib.com. Uh, Dylan is in Ames at the football complex. Press conference is just wrapping up, uh, and he joins us. Dylan, Trent, and Ken, how are you? Doing pretty well, guys. Yeah, just uh, fresh off my computer from transcribing some of those quotes. What was the, I mean, how big of a talker, because uh, it really isn't in in, um, in in our booth or whatever you want, it's studio, that's a better way to put it, with Trent and I, football's going to win, um, and they did again, and I think it's the right thing that the, the, the both teams are playing all of their guys, regardless of circumstances. But how big of a talker was it in Matt Campbell's press conference? Was he on the defensive? Was, he, uh, was there a bunch of questions related to the handling of the suspensions? Yeah, he was really, I think, just asked only the one question. He kind of laid it out how they've done it in the past in that Toledo. He said they had a very similar situation. But uh, I, I think what he said was that it was it's kind of uh, maybe a little bit naive to think that the suspension was just for a game, meaning there's so much more that goes into it from missing out on first and second team reps to having to own up to it, really kind of face the music a little bit against your team, stand up in front of the room and apologize. And, um, you know, people may sound like, oh, you know, that's that's fine, whatever. It's, it doesn't really mean anything. They should sit out games. But uh, I, I think he kind of is uh, looking at it from the standpoint. Um, they were going to miss that game. Uh, it just so happened uh, it got uh, canceled. It's not their fault. It's the weather situation. And, um, you know, like you said, there's uh, a couple of those suspensions they had maybe known about for uh, a couple weeks, uh, especially Camilo Tangamoas. And so they kind of um, just it, it was what it was. They had kind of been paying for it a little bit in practice and around the team. One of the uh, guys that was suspended for the game against South Dakota State, the latest one was Julian Good-Jones. Any more insight into what happened there? An offensive line that a lot of moving parts there. We see Newell, the new center, and he didn't get a full run of it his first time out. But what can you tell us about Good-Jones and then the offensive line as a whole? Yeah, not really any insight into maybe what the violation of was, but uh, it sounds like just um, you know violation of team rules, and he actually had a similar situation uh, as a redshirt freshman in the season opener. He missed that game and then went on to start 24 in a row, and um, I was looking at the game notes, and that does remain intact since that game wasn't uh, officially counted, but uh, I think uh, certainly their best offensive lineman, their most versatile, um, having him is a really big deal because you're talking about guys on the inside like Colin Newell and Josh Mueller who are really getting in there for the first time and, you know, are really missing out on, you know, what could be 70 reps there from that season opener and now are going to kind of get thrown to the fire a little bit at Iowa facing that defensive line. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what those guys do and really their first time out there. But uh, having Julian Good-Jones back is is certainly uh, a plus for them just because of the experience and versatility he has up there. 
about the conditioning? Was that brought up at all today with uh, Coach Campbell? Because, you know, I, I watched uh, Iowa wear down Northern Illinois in the second half of that football game. And I know that, you know, it's uh, their group of five versus a power five and yada, yada, yada. But practice and games are such different animals, Dylan, that, that I, I guess the concern of Iowa State wearing down because they didn't have that one game uh, you know, to get that conditioning up to what it should be going into, you know, the uh, the Cyhawk battle. What about conditioning? Did Campbell address that at all? Yeah, I don't think he necessarily addressed the conditioning, but he did, he just talked about um, you don't really know how necessarily a lot of those guys will respond to adverse situations or, or getting down or anything yet. Uh, there's a lot of guys that have been there and done that, but there's uh, some pretty key guys in some important places like Colin Newell or Josh Mueller up front. Um, you know, you can talk about Mike Rose at middle linebacker on the other side, and, and not to single any of those guys out as a negative, but there's just still so many unknowns having not played that game. So uh, I think Iowa State really likes its depth um, uh, across the board, and we've talked about that a little bit when I've stopped on the show. But I think uh, until you get out there and really kind of see it for the first time, it's, uh, it's all speculation. So it'll be interesting to see um, not only what they do late in games or, or how they kind of, um, keep their composure, but especially against uh, an in-state rival at their place. I think it's um, fascinating. You know, the guy that scored the only touchdown of the game, Deshante Jones, maybe a a forgotten type of player. Saw a couple of quotes, Matt Campbell singing his praises after a great freshman year. I don't say re- want to say regress in the sophomore year, just maybe not as many opportunities. Look like he's ready to go here as an upperclassman. Yeah, I think that's probably an accurate way to say it, Trent, because last year it was it was tough. Uh, you had Trevor Ryan in front of him at the M position. You had Alan Lazard and Hakeem Butler and Matt Eaton on the outside, marching Murdoch, too. There were so many guys that were going to touch the ball that um, it was inevitable somebody was going to get left out. But I think, um, you know, certainly there would be disappointing moments for Deshante, and I think he would tell you that. But I think what he really was able to do, especially in the offseason, was kind of find a balance with his diet and, and really change his body. And, and I think that's kind of really helped him when he's got on the field in preseason camp and then even just a couple reps that he's out there in the game. And Matt Campbell said that he looks like a different guy out there now, uh, especially in practice. So I think he could be in line to, to kind of have another uptick um, and maybe put up some more numbers than he did as a sophomore. And, um, you know, as a third-year player in the program, a true junior, that's um, playing with more confidence. I think that's a big deal. I think um, you know we we all missed on the on the kicking game. It seemed well, Asali was in there to kick the point after. Uh, is he the guy? Is this competition truly still open? Asali got the first opportunity uh, last Saturday. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure they'll continue to evaluate it, but I think they're probably going to ride with Connor Asali again. Um, and I, I don't think you, you divert from that if he's performing and, and making those kicks. Uh, he made the only PAT um, obviously of the game and. Uh, I think he'll probably end up being the guy again at Iowa, but I think um, it's not going to be one of those things where you just try out different guys week to week, I think, until uh, if he starts having some struggling and it's really kind of affecting um, what they're able to do, then they probably would look elsewhere. But I think for now they're they're going to roll with him. So with the uh, suspended or canceled game with South Dakota State, they won't have the Jackrabbits on the schedule. There's an opening in the bye week. There could be an opening in December. What's the latest you're hearing possibility of getting that 12th game? Is this something that could linger well into later on this season? 
Yeah, I think uh, there's so many unknowns, and I was actually listening to the um, coach's radio show uh, last night, and Jamie Pollard came on and talked about a you know ton of different scenarios, and uh, my head was spinning a little bit trying to wrap my mind all around uh, some of the different things he threw out. I think there was a couple teams um, that had a December 1st date available. One of them said they wouldn't play. One of them said they possibly would if they weren't in their championship game. So there's possibilities there. There's nine uh, FCS teams that play that don't play on October 20th, um, but they only have 11 games scheduled and would need to get a waiver from the NCAA to get a 12th game um, because FCS teams are only allowed 11. So uh, there, there's so many um, you know fluid situations here. So I think they have some ideas in mind, but uh, again, it's not going to be a thing by the end of the week they have a game uh, necessarily. I, I think it could be a few weeks, maybe um, you know three, four. It's it's so hard to say just because. There's so many moving parts to it, especially with the waivers that'll have to be applied. But uh, I know they're looking at um, a few different things in terms of trying to get a game back. Uh, Dale, we'll let you go on this, uh, and you know we're going to try and break this down every which way for, uh, between now and Saturday at four o'clock in the afternoon. But boy, it sure seems to me that if Iowa State cannot block that, I'll use the word daunting because they sure as hell were this past Saturday against Northern Illinois. They're deep and they're talented, and that defensive front uh, is a handful. Is it as simple as it seems to me that that's where this game is going to be won or lost? If, if the offensive line for Iowa State can't block those guys uh, in the black and gold, it could be long day for the clones yeah i I think it's a huge deal and i I, the game could certainly hinge on that i I think the way um hesse and um you know espinessa and um and nelson all play up there uh they're they're monsters and and campbell is certainly uh giving them a lot of praise calling them probably um one of the best units uh in the country so i think um, you know, Julian Jones is going to have a handful. Bryce Meeker is going to have a handful. Josh Knipfel. Um And like I said, uh, it'll be Josh Mueller and uh, Colin Newell's really first time getting thrown thrown in there in some pretty big reps in a pretty big spot. So uh, I think uh, there'll be a lot that comes down to it and how quickly also can Kyle Kemp get rid of the ball and get it out in space and, and what kind of factors can David Montgomery be because um, they're going to be coming. Uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll certainly be back there. So I think... Um, you know, that's what they're going to focus on all week, and, and that's going to be a huge matchup and, and certainly could be uh, the biggest one of the game. No doubt. Dylan Mont's Ames Tribune at Ames Trib is where uh, you can read AmesTrib.com. Follow Dylan on Twitter at Dylan Mont's. Good stuff, Dylan. We'll talk to you on Friday to get our last look at it. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, guys. Take care. Good to talk to you. Dylan Mont's giving us some time out of his busy schedule. Congratulations to the uh, sports Editor? What is it? Sports? Travis Hines just yeah. became a father. He's sports editor. Sports editor at the Ames Tribune. Congratulations. Making Dylan work a little bit more. Well, yeah, they're down a man. Yes. Down a man over there. Hayes Gardner is a, the new person uh, on the staff. Okay. And they saw they brought him over, brought him, made him uh, into the fray yesterday, or just today, rather. Why wouldn't they? All right, Bama Bob's going to join us next. Biggest takeaways from college football from the weekend. Mm-hmm. What's yours? Oh, there's too many. There's a I lot. got a lot there's of them. I can't take just one. Yeah, two is really good. That's, That's good one, one of my takeaways. We'll be one. back to talk uh, college football with Bama Bob. 1700 KBGG. Sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 
Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference, who get out there, take action. Every step, every dollar, every voice matters. Join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero. Get registered today for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community. Visit komengreateriowa.org slash dmrace to get registered today. I'm so happy. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor. Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only, for the people, credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and pause it and drive home a nicer, newer car today for just 10 bucks down. I'm throwing a Hail Mary to make my month and I need your help. Trading your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down. This is for a limited time, so get in here and score before the clock runs out. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at approvedbyjoe.com, approvedbyjoe.com, www.approvedbyjoe.com. What a day for tennis. You ready to play? Ugh. Is everything all right? This side is pressure. Allegra D knows that allergy congestion can get in the way of enjoying the moment. Uh, go ahead and practice without me. Allegra D helps you break through congestion fast. Allegra D combines a non-drowsy antihistamine plus a powerful decongestant for 24 hours of congestion-free breathing. Whoa, nice volley. How about another set? Only if you go easy on me. <laughs> get Allegra D and get back to the moment. Starts working in one hour. Available at the pharmacy counter. Commence Exxon and mobile field test. Scientist observes Subject B at station. Subject B earns Exxon and Mobile rewards plus points, points she can use to save on gas, coffee, car washes, and more. Subject B should share the wealth and buy me a coffee. Subject B looks like she's leaving. Subject B hasn't purchased me anything yet. Subject B has left. Hmm. Conclusion, Exxon and Mobile rewards plus makes refueling rewarding, and Subject B owes me a coffee. Perhaps a donut. Sign up today at ExxonMobileRewardsPlus.com. Terms and conditions apply. Available at participating Exxon or Mobile branded locations. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. 
It's not too late to rent the Heritage Carousel for your late summer or fall outing. This is a -a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party ends. We've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. If you would like to have your next event at the Heritage Carousel, go to heritagecarousel.org for more information on renting the carousel. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. As we continue on, it's our final segment, a long segment. We always save a long segment for the end of the program. Uh, today being no different, we'll get Trent's uh, lineup for Jimmy B and TC. Uh, before we get out of here, there, of course, uh, afternoon drive from 4 until 6. Let's recap the weekend, shall we? Bama Bob joins us twice weekly. We preview on Friday. We recap on the first business day of the week. And let's get right into it. Bama, Trent, uh, Trent and Ken, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, Kenny. How are you? Doing okay. Um, you know, let's just—I thought we'd try something a little different this uh, this year, so we can try and get all the Power Five conferences in here. Let's uh, let's try and keep it to a minute, each one of us. You know, we'll start with the ACC. We'll go in alphabetical order. The Power Five conferences. Maybe get a group of five uh, thought in here before we get out of here. And then one game you're looking forward to next week. And let's start, boys, with the uh, ACC, as we saw a conference game last night, which certainly was fun, Bama. Maybe the result wasn't as expected, but uh, uh, boy, Bud Foster did a terrific job. Conference all overall, your thoughts on the ACC, what we saw after one week? Well, it's going to go through Clemson. I mean, I think that's, that's obvious. Uh, we thought that was going to happen regardless. Uh, Miami, I think you could say they are officially on the skids after that game against LSU, uh, losing three straight in last year and then just weighs, you know, drops an egg. Um, and that's with Francois back at quarterback. Now, a lot of that self-inflicted with the five turnovers. Uh, Virginia Tech might be the second-best team in that conference, uh, but I don't think whoever's second-best, I don't think it's going to matter because I think this is one conference where Clemson, we thought that going in, and I saw nothing after uh, this weekend that leads me to think that it's not Clemson and the 11 Dwarfs in that conference. Well, how about you, Trent Condon? Uh, we might have to find another winner in the Coastal Division. I don't know if it's going to be Miami. Bud Foster, doesn't matter what he loses. Boy, that guy can coach. He really can. Yeah. How, how come he hasn't got a head coaching job over the past 20 years? That's a great question. Bama, you have any insight on that, or is he just one of these guys just happy where he is as a D.C.? I think, you know, Ken, I really don't know. I, I don't remember his name ever coming Nor up. Nor do I. But, uh, I think he was just happy there with Beamer. Um, and then, obviously, Fuente made a great decision to keep him on because, you know, not only defense, but their special teams are back, too, and they were known for that for years and mm-hmm. years, and great special teams. Um, so 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess he's happy there in Blacksburg, and, and I know for one thing, they are happy to have him. No, no doubt about that. Yeah, I don't have much more to add, boys, uh, on the ACC, other than, like Bama said, it's Clemson, and then it's everybody else. I have no idea who's going to win the Coastal. Uh, Virginia Tech looked good last night. Duke has Northwestern this week. That'll be a, a good test uh, as Northwestern comes off a nice win. Duke uh, coming off a win in their own right. All right, let's move to the uh, to the Big Ten. We'll start there, and Trent will let you go first, and you can delve into the Big Ten and take 60 seconds. We'll move around the table. Uh, I, I want to start with Penn State and, and the fourth quarter comeback. Are, are we over over analyzing this a little bit? They lost a ton defensively. It was a fourth quarter comeback. I didn't think they were going to be great by any means, but people that are throwing dirt over the top here, I think we're maybe going a little bit too far by Penn State. By the time the meat of their schedule starts to bit up, they're, they're going to be good, and they're going to be able to score most importantly. So I think maybe we're going a little bit too far far on the hate of Penn State. Uh, Bama, your thoughts on the Big Ten after one week? Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Um, you know, my i, I got to start with Michigan. Um, I mean, not only did they lose the game, they got pushed around. They still apparently do not have a quarterback, even though, you know, I, I think we're starting to see uh, maybe Andrew Luck made a little bit of difference when, Stan, when Harbaugh had <laughs> yeah. him out at Stanford. Um, but, I mean, that they got some work to do quickly, uh, or they're going to have a, a horrendous season if they can't get that offense worked out. Um, you know, Michigan State struggling, uh, not struggling, but, you know, kind of ho-hum. They better correct it before they go to Arizona State this week, or they're going to get, uh, you know, maybe embarrassed a little bit. Um, and it, I really felt, I felt horrible, Ken, horrible for the fans at Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, they're so looking forward to this game. Yeah. Um, you know, all of a sudden, and you know, Scott Frost and, you know, the return, and then they kick it off, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, and Akron couldn't stay, wouldn't stay, or, you know, whoever, whatever you want to believe there. I felt really, really bad for the, uh, the fans at Nebraska uh, not getting that game in. I'm with you. Uh, my biggest takeaway from the Big Ten, and I really have nothing on the Big Ten West because we talked about Northwestern last week and I was impressed with them. I do think it's similar to the ACC, how we talked about Clemson. It's Ohio State and everybody else. Uh, I was dead wrong with tapping the brakes on Haskins. I wanted to see more before I was ready to anoint him. You could see why Burrow left. He had no chance of winning that job at Ohio State. Michigan State Friday night was in, was in a real fight. Penn State, I go back to Big Ten Media Days, Trent. I said exactly, you know, kind of what Franklin was putting out there on the podium that uh, that this might not be his best team, that there there's some warts on this team and uh, great comeback. They've got a Heisman contending uh, quarterback clearly. I was really glad to see Maryland win. That was a wonderful win for that program. I agree with you on that. Yeah, 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 considering what they went through, it was a pick-me-up. I'm sure we'll get to you know the Texas side of that coming <laughs> up, but happy for Maryland that they won. Ohio State is clearly the best. Michigan, Michigan State, uh, Penn State. You'd like to think they're going to contend. I hope that they will. Uh, boys, let's move on. Let's go to the uh, Big 12 and Bama, we'll go back to you. Um, you know, similar to what uh, the fate that uh, that uh, Nebraska faced on Saturday night. Was Iowa State and their fan base suffered through the same thing. Waited all year. Most anticipated season in all time. At least they got four minutes. Uh, we've said this a million times over the year. It's tough to be a Cyclone fan and this is the latest example of it. As Mother Nature stole the ball. Not Lucy. Mother Nature Grabbed the ball and pulled it away this time. Uh, your thoughts on the Big Ten or the Big Twelve, Bama? After one week, yeah, I think West Virginia. We we were all uh, talking about Will Greer. Uh, I think he's the real deal. I think that it's, I think it's going to be them in Oklahoma. 
Oklahoma State has something to say about it. But uh, after week one, I was really impressed with the way Oklahoma just absolutely destroyed Florida Atlantic, mm-hmm. took them apart. Yep. Um, really probably too early to get a read on anybody else. Kansas State can have a good test this week against Mississippi State. TCU hosts Ohio State a couple weeks down the road. I think uh, Cliff Kingsbury might be the first coach to get fired uh, this year. That was a bad loss to, to a, a just neutered Ole Miss team. Uh, lost their quarterback, but uh, credit on the other side to that. And then Tom Herman, why in the hell can't he get a team ready to play to yeah, start the season? I know. It. I mean, again, happy for Maryland after all they've been through. But And, and you know there's something going on there um, when he starts courting mice of mice and men. Uh, in his press conference on Monday. I mean, I, again, I don't know why they, he can't get it. I think he'll eventually get them ready. And, but, I mean, week one, are they out of it? I don't know. But uh, just not not a good look, not a good – not just a bad, bad week for Texas and Tom Herman, and I can't figure out why he cannot get a team ready to start a season. Yeah, speaking of bad weeks, uh, big takeaway, Kansas. Losing Jeez. to something oh, called Nichols awful. State. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, David Beatty, dead man walking, as we right. know, uh, down in Jayhawk land. And you mentioned Cliff Kingsbury, kind of similar, off to a terrible start. You know, they returned 10 starters defensively mm-hmm. and were actually decent for their standards at the end of the year and then just get lit up by a depleted old Miss team. That was disappointing to see. Yeah, the Big 12, not the greatest of starts. At least K-State was able to find a way to get through that and get the win against South Dakota late against the Coyotes. Yeah, that's a, that's one of my takeaways. Both of the programs in Kansas really struggling. One finally winning. Uh, the the other, as you mentioned, the Jayhawks getting beat. Look, I said early in July that Oklahoma is going to be good because they have a defense. And then everything I heard after that made me think I was reading something erroneously or reading some fake news. But what I did come away from that game is maybe what I read way back when was right that Mike Stoops has figured this out, that he's finally got a defense behind this. You know they're going to have offensive firepower every single the year, and they do. Uh, so that might have been my biggest takeaway of the of the week with Oklahoma. They, their defense may be better than a lot of people thought it was going to be. I'm with you on Will Greer, Bama. They're going to score a ton of points. TCU, I don't know what they have. I really don't. I mean, who did they beat? Did they? Um, who was their one? Was that Southern? Yeah, yeah, they beat Southern. Yeah. Uh, I mean, come on, I, I don't know. I, like you say, Bama will know more in a couple of weeks after they play Ohio State, which I think now has uh, the marks of uh, uh, maybe the best football game of the week, not knowing what else is out there. But certainly you would look at that one. Um, Big 12 overall, it's it's TCU and it's Oklahoma after one week. It's a very good quarterback, and Will Greer is going to hold up the conference as far as Heisman title hopes. And I have nothing to say about Iowa State because we saw them play for four minutes, sadly. Uh, let's move on to the Pac-12, where this was a much maligned conference coming in, boys. What have we seen uh, that would make us feel any differently that maybe we were wrong when we watched the Pac-12? Bama. Now, let's start with you, Trent. Uh, your biggest takeaway from the Pac-12 from the first weekend of college football. It's over. There's four spots open, and four <laughs> conferences will get them. Maybe only three conferences get them, but we'll get to that down the road. I just I don't see a way Washington is going to win 12 consecutive games now, 11 straight regular season, and a title game, USC, Oregon, schools like that. I think it's over, just like that, and snap of a finger. Those bowl games, though, they're meaningless. They're not so meaningless when you go 1-8 and eight the prior year. Puts uh, a lot of dirt on top of your grave. Uh, Bama, your biggest takeaway from uh, the Pac-12? Yeah, Washington's going to really feel bad because they had, you know, they got down early against Auburn. Yep. Um, and, you know, give them credit for the comeback. But, man, was it four trips inside the 10 come away with three points? Uh, they had a chance to win that game, make a statement. And I kind of agree with Ken. 
or with uh, Trent there. And, and you know, the, the biggest, maybe the uh, the biggest thing that uh, happened to them besides that loss was if had Penn State lost that game, uh, you know, maybe that would have helped them out. But uh, I, I tend to agree with you. You know, really impressed with uh, with Mike Leach and going into Wyoming. Yes. You know, against a team that had already played, and that's tough. That is really tough to do. Mm-hmm. Going uh, on the road against a team that's already played and won a game and win resoundingly. So good for them. Uh, I think UCLA is going to be really good. It's just going to take a while. But, yeah. man, they got talent out there. And Stanford cannot win if Bryce Love gets 30 yards a game. I know they won against San Diego State, but that is not them winning, them throwing to win is not a formula for success. Bryce Love has to be better. I'm with you, Bama. Um, you know, my takeaway, uh, it, it seems like Leach has a quarterback of Washington State. Clearly, uh, that Minishai, I think he's a transfer from East Carolina, grad transfer. Mm-hmm. He put up some huge numbers. Uh, the Heisman, well, Love is the Heisman favorite out of that conference, but if it's not him, Khalil Tater's right behind him. He did not have a good beginning right. to his season as BYU was able to pick them off. What else did we see? Uh, Cal got a nice win over North Carolina. I, look, it's it's Pac-12 versus ACC, right. so that gets your attention. Uh, Justin Wilcox there in his second year. That's a nice win for Cal. I'm with you, boys. Uh, I, as Trent, as you open up this segment, it doesn't look good for the Pac-12 as far as getting uh, a representative in, but here we are declaring the playoff teams after one week. <laughs> but it, what? Did we throw dirt on uh, Arizona State a little early? Yeah. I don't know. You know what? They got a big game this weekend. Yeah, yes. I do. Yeah, that's a good game. That's yep. a really good game this week, I think, uh, out in the desert. No, and it's a 9.45 hour time, too. So that's right. not going to be so, easy from an Eastern time zone team making right. way uh, across there. So It'll yeah. be easy for Ken Miller to watch the end of it. Well, that's probably going to be impossible, Bama, but we'll, <laughs> we'll do our best. Uh, all right, let's uh, finish up in the SEC. Uh, you know, another eye-opening uh, weekend in the SEC. What they, I think Tennessee was the only team uh, in the conference to lose, but certainly some takeaways. Bama, your biggest takeaway on what you saw in the SEC after one week. Well, uh, my biggest takeaway is kind of what we knew. There is no quarterback controversy. No. There never was a quarterback controversy at Alabama. And my God, if if they develop a vertical, pa- I mean, a true vertical passing game where they can push the ball, drive the ball down the field, 25, 30, 40 yards, who's going to stop them? Um, and I know Louisville lost a lot. A lot of things to clean up, young defense, a lot of new coordinators, but my goodness, if they get that vertical passing game going, uh, it is going to be tough to stop that team. Sorry, on offense, uh, they need some receivers, they need a running game. Uh, LSU might have found themselves Mm -hmm. back, Mm -hmm. uh, and if they have, that makes week three when they go in to Auburn a monster game all of a sudden, and it makes that Georgia game uh, when they go to uh, Death Valley, all of a sudden uh, be back on the table and get it done. Uh, but they're going to struggle this year. Uh, the East is a two-team race, maybe three if you want to throw Florida in there, although it may be a little early for that. Yeah, how about you, Trent? Nick Saban's still a jerk. Uh, I think <laughs> after we, the game. Yeah. After the game. It's just, he apologized. Oh, yeah, he apologized because he was a jerk, right? I mean, come right. on. Well, yeah, better than Urban Meyer did. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's this isn't this isn't a weeder measuring contest here, Bam. I mean, they're both jerks, okay? But Nick Saban is still a jerk. You can't defend that. Come on, grow grow up, Nick Saban. That's your that was your takeaway, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it was it was a, clearly a story. Um, 
how are they going to handle this as far as doing what's right for the player and doing what's right for the team? What I'm talking about is Hertz is if he doesn't play in four games and now now he's got three games left, don't you have to play Tua, stick with Tua, and just yeah. leave him in there and leave an additional year for Hertz? I mean, he's been really good for the program. He hasn't lipped off. He hasn't been a distraction. How will they handle that, Bama? Well, listen, uh, for, from a competitive standpoint, when you're just talking about you know competition, it's Tua's job. They're not going to rotate him anymore. Uh, that was a mistake. You know, listen, they they had a big margin allowed him to do it. Um, but you, you you saw Tua and he came back in and lost a little bit of rhythm. Mm-hmm. Someone hurts a bone there and saying, show us you can. It was clearly, it was night and day. Um, the, the, the curious thing, what you just mentioned, Ken, are they going to burn another year on him? He's, he's been great so far. Absolute great in the title game last year and everything else. But, um, listen, it is to his team going forward. I, you will not see him rotate quarterbacks anymore. Uh, I think it, you will see Tua in the game until the game is out of reach. And then I think you saw the third guy come in. That now may be the backup. It's going to be very interesting when they play Arkansas State this week. When the game gets out of hand, and it will, yeah. who comes in after Tua leaves the game? If it's Hurts, then you got a story. If it's not Hurts, then you know what the answer is there on the far side of the red shirt goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick thought on the, on the uh, group of five schools, anybody? I mean, uh, uh, South Florida looked really good again. The Knights of the nice Boise State had a nice win. Hawaii's so, got a quarterback. Hawaii's got a quarterback. I'm glad you mentioned yeah. that, Trent. They do. I didn't see any of that game, but I saw the week before against Colorado State. They've got a quarterback. Yeah, Boise would good going to Troy. Um, you know, that was the game I thought could be a little tough. Yep. And they got Oklahoma State in a couple weeks. Uh, you know, they could be a team to reckon with. It's hard to finish upsets on the road. We saw that. You know, Appalachian State couldn't finish. South Dakota couldn't finish. I know BYU is an independent. Um, you know, we talk about independent. And, you know, let's give Notre Dame a little Dame, pop. absolutely. Throwing dirt on Michigan. How about, we? you know, yeah. They got Wisconsin and Washington on the schedule, so they're going to have something to say about the playoff, even though they're not going to be in it. Mm. Uh, one real, real quick, give me one game that uh, that may not be on the radar that you want to watch this weekend. One game, Bama, you got one? Yeah, I got and um, you know, listen, I know Clemson A and M is going to be kind of the highlight. The most important one is Georgia going to South Carolina. I mean uh-huh. that. All of a sudden now, like I said, that trip to LSU for them, that we were kind of writing down in the win column, I don't know that that's there anymore. I agree. That is, that is a real – with Tennessee falling away, that game is monstrous. Uh, and South Carolina wins it, they in effect have a two-game lead over Georgia, and we've already detailed their schedule is not exactly murderer's row after this game. Mm. Bama, we'll let you go. Good stuff. We'll talk to you on Friday. Thank you, Bama, Bob. All right, can't wait, guys. Talk yep. to you later. Good to talk to you, Bama Bob, talking college football. Yours? Do you have a game? There's a couple that uh, you only get to choose one. Well, early. Okay, go ahead. Mississippi State making their way to the Little Appen. Apple to take really? on K State. Okay. What time is that game? Is he right? It's eleven o'clock 11 on ESPN. A.M. And yeah. then, kind of on the back end of it, you mentioned the game Arizona State. Yeah. Manny Wilkins against. I mean, Michigan State. We've seen them struggle in those Friday night games in the past, and that's why uh-huh. I gave that out for a pick because I, we've seen it so many times before. Mm-hmm. This was different than those games. Usually it was, eh, the offense is a little bit slow. This was they were getting picked apart mm-hmm. from some kid that had never started before from Utah State. Mm-hmm. Now right. you're going up against Manny Wilkins, who's played a lot of football, high-level football yep. for Arizona State, 
plus a Big Ten team going out to the left coast. We know how ugly that is. Well, been. it certainly hasn't worked out for well for Iowa. That's a no. 10.45 Eastern kickoff. Yes. 10.45 Eastern for Sparty. And it's not just Iowa. Wisconsin struggled out there. In yeah. fact, two Arizona State. We've seen Michigan go out and lose to Oregon. And I, I mean, there's, there's a lot of examples for it. Tricky spot. What's the number on it? You know what? A lot of people have that uh, that game on upset alert. You know yeah. the get the Michigan State uh, Ironhead Hayward's kid's going to be a nice running back. Yes, there. yeah. I mean he showed some he showed th- some things on Friday night. My not that's not under the radar, but a game I'm looking forward to watching because I've saw it in person and it was you know when Oklahoma and Nebraska split up and they tried to f- air quote force the rivalry. Mm-hmm. It was Colorado and Nebraska and it was fun for a while and it was really. Um, Really, maybe at its peak when I lived in Denver. So, and sure. I, like I said, I've grew, I hung up with a bunch of CU grads, uh, and they play each other two thirty ABC Saturday afternoon. So that will be my appetizer before the Cyhawk game uh, at four o'clock, Colorado and Nebraska. That's just a little big here, isn't it? Yeah, I'll say. Uh, that, that, uh, it's it's uh, certainly moving that proverbial needle. All right, you and Jimmy B today. What are you doing? Well, it's a Tuesday. That means Hawkeye Heddle oh, will be on. Oh, it's a short show. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that means Jimmy B is going to take a little time off the whole day again. Well, yeah, you don't need he, he's going to give us a segment, so. Is he? he? He's working hard, working hard on right. Jimmy B. Alex Halstead will be by. We'll talk some Cyclones with him in the 4 o'clock hour. Did you see Jimmy B broke the news on Twitter last night that David Johnson's getting paid today? Oh, really? Yeah, it was wrong, but. Oh. Well. <laughs> Swing a bit. The Arizona huh? Cardinal announcement was they, they sold the stadium naming rights, not ah. that they're paying to you and I running back, which they will eventually. I mean, eventually he's going to be right. He just, uh, you know, he's ahead of himself. Oh, surprisingly st- enough, standard Jimmy B. Yeah, ahead of the curve and everything, right? Right. That's yeah. all. That's all. He'll Something say. like that. Uh, will you watch baseball tonight? The little uh, Cubs and Brewers, or what are you doing? Uh that that is on the agenda for when I get home. Oh, you're right. You're you're out pl- uh, doing volleyball for MediaCom. Yes. Where are you? Going to be making the trek south to Indianola. So got a little drive uh, after the Hawkeye huddle and. Might have to duck out a little bit early, and hopefully the guys don't burn this place to the ground. Yeah, that's for sure. A little bit scary, but yeah. Uh, Indianola against Pella in a little Hawkeye matchup. All right, that will be on Mediacom tonight. Then Friday here on 1700, what uh, high school football game do you have as we hit week three? Week three, the third the third, third poll? Third poll. That's no, not, that's there's not no such thing as a third poll. But what we were hitting, yes, week three. We'll be in Urbandale Friday night. It'll be Urbandale hosting the 2-0 and rail splitters from Des Moines Lincoln. Nice, and Urbandale got, uh, who beat them? Centennial last week? Yeah, I they think got they beat did. up pretty big yeah, in they, the last they time pretty good. All right, well, that uh, we'll look forward to that. Again, the Hawkeye huddle today from uh, 5 until 6. Tomorrow, Cappy is here. We'll do some Bears and some Cubs with Cappy. Uh, we'll get a couple of, we'll get a Cyclone and a Hawkeye guest in here. And I think Bill Bender's going to talk college football on a national basis with us as well. You mentioned the Cubs and Brewers tonight, 710 first mm-hmm. pitch there. Also going to be keeping an eye on my twins. Why? Well, because they're they're doing something a little bit different. Hey, they're playing Houston. It's always fun to it's just watch. It's Verlander. It is Verlander, and you get yeah. to watch a guy like that. But they're going to go with the relief pitcher starting ah. here this evening. And what's behind this? It's something that they have talked about in the past. I've, I've read a couple of interviews throughout the summer with Falvey and Levine, and they've talked about it. Trevor May, who was big-time arm coming out of the Phillies, had a really nice early. He's been out for a year and a half. Since he's been back, he has the third-best swing and miss rate in baseball, behind only Diaz. And how of, long has he been back? Five appearances, something like that, but like 15 innings pitch. Okay. Third-best outside of Jumbo Diaz and Blake Trinan. 
those are the only two guys that have better swing and miss rates. So is he ever going to be a starter again? Probably not. But could he become a closer down the line? Maybe that So way. what's Malter looking for? I, I think they're just ending trying. Ending two? Ending in a third, ending in two okay. thirds. And the theory behind this, and we've seen Tampa do it a lot. And for people wondering, well, why in God's name would you do this? I think it's pretty simple. You see, once you get past the top end arms, your number four, your number five starters on most, most teams. The third time through the order is so bad. It's just, you look at batting averages, on-base percentage slugging, all that. It's like 50, 70, sometimes 100 points higher the third time around. Well, what you do is you get this reliever that gets, well, through the first three guys, and hopefully four, five, and six. So that third time around for your starter, then when they come in in the third inning, will be six, seven, eight, nine. You're not going to have those top guys seeing them for the third time as early. That's the theory behind it. I don't know if I love it, but it at least makes sense on the Well, surface. they got nothing to lose, right? They're hopelessly out of it like yes. everybody else in that division. Right. That's pretty much everybody else in the American League. Indeed. If you're not leading your division, it's because the wild card's almost over at yes. this point. All right. We will uh, be back tomorrow at noon. Look forward to that. We are one day closer to Cyhawk. Can't get here soon enough for most people. Um, We'll be back tomorrow with noon. We appreciate you being here with us today. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller. Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona, Jimmy B and TC, 4 to 6. Trent and I back tomorrow at noon. Thank you for listening to the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Urbandale. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. 
The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. Montana Mike's provides an exceptional dining experience with craveable food, refreshing beverages, and superior hospitality. At Montana Mike's, you know they've got the best steaks and best burgers around. And a wide variety of seafood, your favorite pasta dishes, and great combos with ribs and chicken. You can count on Montana Mike's for carryout, catering, banquet, and party needs too. Whether it's a small gathering with family and friends or a full-blown feast for a large group, let Montana Mike's do the cooking for you. Sit back and relax and enjoy Montana Mike's for lunch or dinner any day of the week. Montana Mike's has two great locations, just north of I-80 on Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines and on Highway 14 in Newton. Montana Mike's. Come on out today and enjoy their new limited-time-only twisted items. Montana Mike's is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Montana Mike's gift certificates for only $25. There's a limited number and they're sure to go fast, so get yours Friday morning at 9 at this station's website under the Sweet Deals tab. Curb Appeal. You know it when you see it. And with the Home Depot, you can absolutely get it. Boost your curb appeal with the best brands at the best prices. From new garage doors to colorful flowers. From exterior lights to a new coat of paint. From inspiration to installation. You can get everything you need to boost your curb appeal on a budget. Like select special order windows and doors. Now 15% off. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through September 12th. U.S. only. See store for details. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 